Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spirekin Anime Review. Spirekin's podcast where we talk about various anime stuff, new and old. Uh, I'm your host, Zance, and konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? And joining me today is... Hey, it's uh, Doug from Anime Cons TV and other places. Various other places, and you can be found on lots of things, and more importantly, you you should be found at... Anime Boston, but that's not happening. This is oh. not supposed to be Anime Boston, and that's oh, not happening. Oh, oh, twist the dagger, twist the dagger. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Had to bring it up because let's get it <laughs> yeah. out of the way because they know yes, you from is. Anime Boston when I talk about it. And it's just, it's a shame that it happened. But it's understandable because we're all pretty much stuck in buildings. Yep. And why are we stuck in buildings? Because if we don't do that, bad things will happen. Yeah. And uh, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, to, to find out more, you could check out the. Uh, AnimeCon.tv's uh, um, COVID-19 video that you did. Also, I love that picture of you on the snowscape. That is awesome. Yeah, the, the reason why I'm quarantined is because I was in Norway <laughs> as things got uh, extra crazy. <laughs> but it's Norway and it's a shot of – it's where Echo Base was. Yeah. So you, you can't not be like, awesome. <laughs> it, 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 I was only in Finns in Norway where they shot that for 90 minutes because of – uh, our hotel closing because of the coronavirus. But for those 90 minutes, I got to do some pretty awesome stuff. But it's beautiful. It is so beautiful that you were able to do that. Mm-hmm. There's so, I mean, there's so much more that could be done, though. So many other crazy things that could be done during this period of time that people are doing that's just kind of crazy and insane. Like, you know, all the people who are going to bars is like, the bars are all closed. You're still going to bars. Why? Or stupid. Well, anyway, yeah. we're not talking about that because we are anime fans. Most of us are introverts anyway. So we're all dealing with the fact that a bunch of anime series that are awesome are not coming out in April, but there's a bunch coming out. Because this is our spring anime 2020 introduction. This is we're going to talk about some of the series that are coming out and our thoughts about them. Also, some of the things that are coming from places like Discotech. Like the big one, which I'm waiting for, City Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. That that that's going to be one of the hardest things I was thinking about is like some of my favorite vendors, like Discotech being one of them that I always went to at Anime Boston, and it was always a tradition that I'd pick something up from them and you know tell them you know hey thanks for putting whatever crazy thing you're putting out that I really like. Out and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna miss being able to do that. I mean, we can still order stuff online for now, and but it's just I miss I miss, I'm gonna miss a little bit of that interaction. And it's gonna be just some of the smaller publishers are gonna disappear or be hurt because of this. I mean, a lot of some of them work with Diamond Comics, and if you're listening to the manga review, if you heard of the news, Diamond Comics has decided we're gonna take a break, and that's gonna affect a lot of comics. That aren't digital, so you know this is going to be a, a weird new world we're entering once all this is done. Yeah, but everyone who's staying home, you're doing a good thing, and we have things to keep us busy: video games, movies, uh, television, most importantly, anime. And uh, now, to be to to be completely open and honest, for the last season, I ended up only watching. I started out with watching all of them, but I ended up with only three shows. I ended up finishing. Now, Doug, did you check out anything this season, or are you watching anything this season? Um, I just finished. From, B- from I just Swinter. finished B Stars, which as just an animation geek, like 
not just anime, but animation. I loved watching that. It was a really engaging story, but it was neat to see all the different use, types of animation they used from like stop motion in the, the uh, opener to there's some 3D, there's some 2D. It was just gorgeous to look at from that angle. Um, and I know everyone's been saying uh, I need to check out uh, Masaki Yuasa's uh, Keep Your Hands Off Aizouken, but that's one that I'm, I've been waiting because I knew I was going to want to marathon the whole thing. So that's the next one on my list. But I haven't, that I one is a great one. Yeah. We have a review of it if you want to check it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I realize I'm talking to the, the certain crowd when I say this, but most of my anime viewing recently for stuff as it comes out has been going to uh, the movie screening events, which has been nice because it kind of just makes it a good uh, treat to go out and see things like that. I mean, sometimes the schedule doesn't always work out, but it's been... I've been enjoying a lot more anime on the big screen than the small screen, it seems like, lately. Yeah, a lot of great releases were coming out before all this started. Like, there was one every single month for this year. I've never seen that before. They had actual full animated films being released in theaters every month. Usually it was, like, maybe once a, a month, unless it's a Studio Ghibli. Then you have that from, it's from usually September to November, you had that block of yeah, Studio Ghibli films. But you never had the... It's every single it's every single month you had something, and this was kind of cool. But now it's kind of nope, no more theaters for a while. Yeah, so, which is a uh, shame. Yeah, I hope that trend can, can picks back up again. So, yeah, we all. I, I mean, I, I have a, I have a feeling a lot of people will want to get back to the theaters once it's safe to do so. So I I think that you're gonna I see a lot of these activities that were sometimes things are going to spike up because it was. We were told, you know, we couldn't do it for a while. So that's my hope. Anyway. I, I think it's going to be a little bit different, though. I think that no one's going to want to sit next to each other. It's going to be like you're sitting, like, seats apart, maybe. But that's for another podcast altogether. Yeah. So let's get to it, shall we? So we have a bunch of stuff coming out. And with most things in the uh, Spyrocon world, since we've been doing all these releases now, we're actually going to be going backwards from the furthest thing away to the newest thing. So last thing happening in April 25th, Sword Art Online, Alicization, War of Underworld, Season 2. Why, oh God, do we have another... Why? Yeah, it's, it, it is... I mean, we know why, because it makes money. <laughs> but I, 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 gave, I, I gave Sword Art Online the, uh, the first two story arcs, the first series, and I just kind of left them like... I, I, I can't do more of this. I enjoyed what I got at most of our part. The, 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 the story arc's finished. I, I, don't, I don't need more. And I realize it, it's, you know, MMOs are popular, and it's also sort of uh, isekai, but, so it's popular now, but it just wasn't my thing. It's just that there are so many better video game isekai or not isekai series that are out there that have been done. I mean, yeah. just look at um, Overlord is a good example of it. It does something very different with the property. It's we're going to have a non-human go to another world, and he's now crazy and powerful. But it's like he exists in the world, and he was an admin, so I like that concept. Then you have Bo Bofuru, which is a new series about a girl who starts a video game, and it's just her in the video game world, but it's not an izakai. It's She goes to the real world. It's done better. And yeah, it's... Like, oh, 
and that's the that's the thing we're going to see. I think is we're going to start reaching that point where we're going to start doing more um, how to play with the tropes and kind of alter it a little. I think we're kind of reaching that point with the isekai genre. It's the saturation point hasn't happened because isekai is one of the older genres. If you haven't, don't believe me. I talk about it in my panel for isekai, but like this has been around since L. Frank Baum with Wizard of Oz. It's yeah something which we've all thought of. You know, we're going to another world and then stuff happening. So, but anyway, so next one in April twentieth, uh, actually friend's birthday, uh, Bisatsu Olympia Kiklos, <laughs> another one of these uh, Greek. Uh, alternate world where they go through time to modern Japan ones. Yeah. Why? It's 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 a good uh, story device. And again, like it's a difference of you know going to the modern world instead of tra- time traveling backwards. I think that's it's something a little different. Yeah, it's just I I don't know. Like the last one was with not the it was not the bathhouse. It was it was like a toilet toilet cleaner, I think. And just no, I can't. Like there was yeah. the models, or, and this one just. I mean, it looks it looks kind of it looks kind of interesting, but uh, I don't know. It's it, it. I understand they were doing it for the twenty twenty Olympics, which if you don't remember. Now is no longer a thing. It's going to be the 2021 Olympics, which is going to completely throw all. Yeah, well, and this is about a king from Greece who comes to the 1964 Tokyo Olympics, so it's a little, a little different. But um, Discotech licensed it, so maybe they just release it straight to Discotech. That way, Discotech gets more money. And I mean, they already have enough of mine, but I could be them more anyway. Not true. All right, so next one is April 13th. We have Woodpecker Detective's Office. This is the story of a guy who ends up going into a tall... Essentially, it's a mystery in a tall building, which sounds like a dungeon crawl. It is... Yeah. I'm kind of confused by this one. Yeah, I mean, the, the art style is very... It's very handsome boy sort of thing. It's interesting looking at the original novel cover when I was looking, researching this one and how it looks much more like a woodblock print. And it does not, the art style does not seem to convey that as much, but it's, I think this is going to be one of those, you know, pick your favorite, pick your best boy sort of. Yeah. It seems like it's, it's shown in esque and or or reverse harem ask and i just i don't know i i if it had done the wood block i think that would have been awesome if it was that art style yeah they could have bet on it but oh well so the next one i'm excited for and greta is definitely excited for kaguya sama love is war season two <laughs> the ongoing battle of who is gonna say i love you first <laughs> i mean uh this is oh go ahead <laughs> Uh, I was saying this is just a great. If you haven't seen the first season, watch it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I I like that little bit of you know playing against the trope and you know just seeing like trying to get the other one to confess. I mean, you have a little bit of that in like it. Go, I mean, I can think all the way back to Ranma that 
that was like the whole thing is neither of them wanting to admit that they cared about each other, but it's, it's, a, it's a, it's an okay to trope to play with. And I like that. That's a focus of the plot versus part, you know, part of it. Like it seems it's to, to, yeah. It's to such Machiavellian levels though. It's like, okay, I, I woke up four hours early to study the times when the weather's going to be to make sure that at this time I'm going to have this exact item that is going to be needed and I'm going to hide it there so they're going to need it so that we, I can convey that I need it, but they're going to have to say that they want it in order for, it's like, okay, this is just crazy. But it's romantic in a sick sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... But uh, have you seen the first season yet? Not yet, no. I think you'd enjoy that. There's some very funny aspects of it that's really, that's really just uh, old school anime. Mm-hmm. Um, for and next for April 10th, we have three animes coming out, and these ones, one I'm really excited for, and two I am just thinking it's going to be a just big mess. First one is. Food Wars, Shugahi no Soma, the fifth plate, aka the fifth season of uh, Food Wars. Jeez, I can't believe that's already on the fifth season. But It is an awesomely long series, but I think that it's going well, and it's not like One Piece where it doesn't know where it's going. It actually does know where it's going, it's just... Taking its time to get there. Exactly, it's just taking its time to get there, and I think it's on its, it's on a, story, a new story arc, I think. Not entirely sure. I gotta remember where it was at because I read it and I just gave up at the end of it. I was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm checking out." Even though I'm doing it for a food for some food projects, I've been totally studying Shugeki no Soma because <laughs> some of the food is excellent in it. Um, next one is Argo Navis from Bang Dream. This is a, a spinoff from Bang Dream, if I remember correctly. I'm reading this right. Yeah. I, yeah. I just I don't like Bang Dream. So, but there are a lot of Bang Dream fans. Yeah, and it, it's you know it's it's the all the boy bands and stuff like that. Like, it, so I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a the soundtrack's gonna be killer. Yeah. Now the one I am excited for, Apare Ranman. <laughs> this looks so much fun. Like it's it's gonna be it's the it's the two. It's an odd couple, like. It's so like the premise is like two Japanese people guys from like the, it's like the 19th century. Um, like one guy's like crazy eclectic artist. One's like you know super serious guy. Like almost like kind of end of the samurai old fashioned values. They wind up going somehow winding up in I think it's like New Orleans. Or, I think so. Or somewhere in America, and they have to like make their own, and like, and then they get involved in a it's a a cross country road race because you know it's just cars and stuff are just starting to become a thing to win like a million dollars, and it just looks this looks nuts, and I it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I love the elements of steampunk, samurai, and just Americana. Plus, it's got a little bit of JoJo's to it because some of the other characters are like, yeah, like I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. But yeah, like, oh, it's, it's, it, I ha- I really hope this one's good. I, I'm the trailer. It, the trailer got me excited. 
Uh, the director for the series is Masakazu Hashimoto. I don't know what he's done, but I'm a, I'm intrigued by this one. This one is on my list that I'm going to totally geek out about. Um, so that's one of the big ones for this this season. Now for April 9th, there's a couple. First off, you have My Teen Romantics Comedy Snafu. I think this is the final uh, season of it. Oh, dude. And if you haven't seen that, it's just rom-com tropes at its worst. It's the, uh, hey, I'm going to be the main character. No, you're the side character. Have fun. <laughs> There's that. There is uh, my, uh, sorry, No Gun Life Season 2. More of that craziness. If you haven't watched No Gun's Life, well, yeah, you're not ready for a dude with a gun for a head <laughs> and a kid whose ability is essentially I can control all machines. Uh, then you have Fugo Keiji Balance Unlimited. Now, this one, I like the art style. Mm-hmm. I really do enjoy the art style of it. I'm a little kind of on the fence, though. A little on the fence about it. Because this is one where the whole premise of it is that you have a rich... I don't want to say he's a, a millionaire, but he is essentially... Yeah, let's just say it. He's a billionaire detective. Hold on one moment. I will edit this out because there is a certain small furry being who is uh, investigating. Uh, oh, no, 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 not that. Not that one. Why are you touching this one? Stop <laughs> touching this one. I'll edit this out, but it's, no, she's turning off the, come on, you stay over here. All right, so back to the adaptation. All right, so back to this. So three, two, one. That's out. So the whole thing about this uh, Fugo KG balance is that there's a billionaire, but the son of a billionaire who wants to become a detective at a police station and solve crimes using his wealth. So it's just like um, I want to say Castle, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like this, it just seems like oh, I'm just going to solve this with money. Because <laughs> this because this came out in 19 originally it was original TV series. That was in 75 to 77, so that makes sense. It's a millionaire. Then it shot up to a billionaire in 2005, and now this is the new version. And, of course, the character designer is the guy who did JoJo, Stardust Crusaders, and Erased. So, the art style looks good. The premise, I don't know if this will have a lot of, um, if it'll have, like, if it'll be really good or it'll be really shitty. Mm-hmm. Because um, there was another, there's a superhero one last season that I don't even remember the name of because I just blocked it out of my memory because it was so bad. But it's the first episode was just completely boring. It was just exposition with no, like, it was a first time director, I think. It was just showing the same character. They're talking for 15 minutes, like the most boring parts of Ghost in the Shell 2. Mm. Rough. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, so let's move on to April 8th with one that's going to Netflix, BNA, Brand New Animal. This one has me excited because, of course, it's Trigger. It's Studio Trigger, and it looks like they said, hey, we see what you did with Beastars. You know what? We're going to flip it on its head because we want to. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little worried that, like, it's going to get overshadowed by Beastars and people won't give it a fair shake. But, I mean, it's Trigger, so you know there's going to be craziness. 
you know there's going to be crazy. Um, but the other thing, thing that stands out to me already, and again, and this is going to be a theme for stuff that I mentioned, um, animation is, really looks neat. Like, because it's, you know, am, like animals that can also turn into human forms and back and forth and stuff and you already see some tricks of animation like there's like one shot in the tra- a trailer where he's like uh someone's like looks like a wolf in the shadows and he steps out of the shadows and as he's stepping out he becomes he looks human and little things like that i think are going to be really what make this fun but i mean that's triggers animation all they always do neat things and i love the greens and reds in this that's like that studio trigger signature all the way back from Dare I say Ninja Slayer? It's like that style, and I love it. And I also love the fact that it's like you have this secret world which was brought to life, and then you have our main character becomes a Tanuki, but she does, she's not a Tanuki. She was a human, and it's a whole mystery. And I hope that unlike with B Stars, they actually focus a little more on the mystery than as opposed because B Stars it does make sense, but the like I said in my review of it in the Netflix version, they kind of cut out all the him doing the detective work trying to figure out who killed Tam. Yeah. This one, I hope they keep that detective uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I do like that it's a very, it's not just, oh, it's a bunny and a wolf or a bunny and a fox. It's actually a tanuki. And yeah. A wolf. So a little better. A little bit. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, then there's, uh, next one on April 8th is Komata Jisan. This is one just about an old man. <laughs> yeah. Like, this one looks very similar. Like, I was trying to place the art style. It, like, reminds me of something, like, like some some of the shorts in Pop Team Epic, but just a little, little more leashed, I guess, for lack of a better word. But it just looks like it's going to be, like, just silly fun one. This is... It felt like banana nyan a little bit. The art yeah, style. that oh that's yeah, that's that's even better. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be just shorts, and I think if it keeps it like under eleven minutes, I think it'll be a good show. If it's a twenty three minute episode, I don't know if that'll hold the whole Yeah, because it was the original comic was like done on Twitter account, so it's gonna be like short little things and I and I think that would be fun. Like not a, you know just keep it short and sweet. Yeah. I I definitely agree there. Now, for April 7th, we have two. First one is Shadowverse. This is just an anime based on the stupid card game that was online. Yeah. You like that card game? Well, I hope you burn in hell. It's a stupid <laughs> card game. Yeah. yeah, like, not very... Um, But the other one, Dire, Dire of Our Days at the Breakwater. Oh, that looks good. This looks like the best... I have in my notes, like, from the trailer... This looks like just an unwind anime. Like, you know how you get, like, when you get the manga in Japan, you get the weekly, you have, like, all brains and stuff, and, like, you get the super hyper-serious, sometimes very violent story, and then you get the next chap- the next story in that it's just something light and fun, and this is what this strikes me of. It's just, this is just take a break from the world anime and just kind of enjoy the fun little story. Like you don't have it's to think very about slice of life. Yeah. Very, very slice of life. And it gives me a little bit of grand blue. 
So I'm just intrigued by where it's going. Yeah. I am. So. Now, but this one is definitely on my high list because the art looks amazing. Now, one where the art looks good, but it's going to be a garbage series, is White Cat Project Zero Chronicles. Yeah. This is another one based off of a terrible free-to-play game that was for Android and iOS. Yeah, I watched this trailer, and I mean, it was like, oh, this this, this is a JRPG. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it exactly. It's just a really bad JRPG, and just really, that's what they did? The 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 uh, only thing that caught my eye while watching that trailer was, I could see like people doing costumes from it, like and seeing like making good cosplay from it. But other than that, it just I, meh. No, I agree. And also, speaking of JRPGs, Princess Connect three dies. <laughs> it's another RPG. So it's like this is the week of RPGs. April sixth. That's when you get all your RPGs out of the way. But you do get one thing that Greta is super excited for, and I'm kind of excited for because I've liked what they've done with it. Fruits Basket season two, which is which actually isn't the season like three technically because the original series. Yeah, season two of the the, the new series. Yeah. I like Fruits Basket's very wholesome man. and like it gets into some you know serious themes, but it's it's a good story. Like there's a reason why they wanted to come back and tell the full story um, as an anime. It's 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 a worthwhile one, and seeing it in this new animation since they started this series, it just looks great. It's done a little bit better, and I do like how certain things are done in much more of a graphic style, like how um, uh, cat bo- the cat boy, yeah. uh, I want Keon, but I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. My brain just fizzled out for a second, but he sure. looks in his true yeah. form monstrous. Like before it's like, okay, the other version, he looks kind of shadowy. This one, he looks horrific. Yeah. And I kind of love that, but that's me, but it, I'm excited for that. It's also, it's in the same vein of other anime where you've seen this happen, where they got one adaptation before the manga finished, and then they go back, and they know a little bit more about what parts of the story are we going to focus on, what can we forget, you know, what can we trim, and it's a leaner product. Do you mean Full Metal? (laughs) Full Metal's one, Helsing's another one. Heck, I mean, in the, in the opposite direction, I would put in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the origin manga. It's pretty mm-hmm. much a straight adaptation of the, the TV series, but, but it just cuts, cuts around a, a little bit and gets knows what they want to focus on. But the origin, that's a whole other thing, because that's a, that's a, a masterpiece. Let's be honest, it's, yeah. it's a masterpiece that's well done. But it's... Uh... But this I'm excited for, and I'm really happy that they're doing this, and they keep going, and they're not just cutting it off, and they actually fixed it. Because they did ruin a lot of stuff with the original adaptation, which, because, for all you know, I'm a manga buff, so me seeing the alterations with certain series, it drives me crazy, and I like when they go back and they fix it. But, uh, I digress. So, next one is a season two, another season two, Dropkick on My Devil. And this is based on the manga, where it's about a witch who summons a serpent woman from hell, and now they're essentially the whole thing is that the the demon she summoned is spending every day trying to kill the summoner while spending time with her. <laughs> so it's kind of like I hate you, but we're now roommates. 
Yeah. It feels like an itchy and scratchy, but it doesn't work. It's like a Tom and Jerry thing. It's very strange. I'm not too... I didn't like the first season, second season. Yeah. Well, you have Sugu, Sugu Momo. This is another second season. I For April 5th, I don't even want to talk about it, so let's just skip ahead. Some of the other ones. Let's go to the big ones. First off... Well, actually, let's just go to the big one, because the rest of them I'm not really a fan of. Like, Kingdom? Really? Kingdom Season yeah. 3 should have been done by 2. Um, Idolish, Second Beat. Yeah. Okay. The big... Milky Dreamy, that's going to be a short about a cat. Kind of yeah. cool, kind of trippy. Very, again, Banana Nyan, but not Banana This is a flying cat. But the one <laughs> that everyone's talking about, Glepnir. Yeah. Named after the... Uh, uh, the Norse horse, the eight-legged horse, who I first learned about from Oh My Goddess, because <laughs> it's from Erd's backstory. Then I researched Norse mythology and found out the whole thing behind it. That's funny. But Glepnir is a story of a guy who discovers he has the ability to turn into a giant stuffed mascot with a gun. Yeah, it's this is going to be a weird one. Like, and, and, I, and, and is, I can't decide if it's good, weird, or bad, weird. It is, for those of you who like Chainsaw Man, it's violent, it's ridiculous, it's insane. Now, um, I want to say it's similar to a manga I reviewed recently, um, I reviewed last week. We're talking about Smoking Paradise, where it's uberly violent. Because I, I, hated, I hated Smoking Paradise, not because it was uberly violent, but because it made no sense. This one takes that violence and it makes it make a little more sense. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let us get to the big ones. Now we're up to the beginning of the week, the ones that are coming in the next seven days. So for April 5th, or what, April 4th, rather. Now the first one is Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. Mm. I did not know there was another season. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! It's still popular. I, I, I can't... I, I am not the target audience, but I can't fault it for being successful. <laughs> Like that's I don't about think all any I can. Yeah. Um, so uh, sing yesterday for me. This has me. This this looks fun. This looks like it could be neat. Like it seems very slice of life, and, and it's you know following a protagonist who's um, you know can't get like a real job after university and stuff. So it's very relatable for people of our generation and a little younger. And things like that, because I remember I finished college and, you know, then and started looking for a job and, you know, everything. Uh, and I remember just then, like, the uh, 08 recession happened and I was just like, oof, that was. And so, like, I'm worried that this might be a little too much on the nose. But at the same time, I think it's going to be a lot more of slice of life, but in a good way of, like, you know, why you know the, the you're hunting for something in your life, but along the way you find something else too. And I, I just hope it doesn't hit the because she he befriends this girl that pines has like a pet, uh, raven or crow, and I just hope it doesn't hit the uh, the manic pixie dream girl trope. I don't know if it does because this came out in '97, so it was before manic pixie dream girl. But I'm intrigued by this. And I've heard about this because it's one which was released in Business Jump. So <laughs> it's like, for those of you who don't know, Business Jump is the one that's for businessmen. So this is an anime for like businessmen would watch. 
So I'm intrigued if this would be a good um, crossover. So this is an intro for certain people, maybe. Yeah, but it, it does have me. Uh, it does again. It, it hasn't me excited. And this was again just going from notes. This was one of two that I said made me think of Honey and Clover, and for different reasons. But Honey and Clover has so much of I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and I like when they uh, just anime and manga get that story bit right it was you're just trying to figure things out and not knowing is okay so that again it was one that just stood out to me as one that's going to be interesting and i'm this one i'm i think is going to be a good one for us to talk about i i i think now going on to the next one the next one there is no image for uh, except for some manga art so that's how it's going to be but it is my roomie is a dino and the dinosaur in this, it's like it's apparently his roommate is a dinosaur, but the dino looks like one of the characters from um, Foster's House for Imaginary Friends. Oh, jeez. So I don't know. If yeah, this is, I can see that now. So I don't know if this is going to be good or bad, or if, are they trying to scratch that? Uh, what is it? The mummy. Uh, my roommate is a mummy. Yeah. Or my house pet is a mummy. Uh, that that itch, that cute pet itch. Like, I think they perfected it with my roommate as a cat, but that's me. Uh, <laughs> so the next one I'm excited about because it is such a funny and dark series. It's My Next Life is a Villainous. All roads lead to doom. This is where a girl wakes up in an Isekai situation where she's in the video game, but she has been reincarnated into the villain. And now she's trying to make sure she doesn't get killed or ousted because that's her fate. And, like, this this is where we get into the let's have fun with, like, let's spin the uh, isekai stuff on its head a little. And I think that's, like, this, this, one, this one looks like it's going to be comedic. And, like, just, again, watching the chart, you can see that she's trying so hard to, like, avoid all the traps and everything that happened. I'm just going it, it looks, to... It looks like it's going to have a lot of good comedy. And... I think going from a manga to an anime, you're going to see even more stuff playing against the video game style. Oh, because like there's a couple times you like you see, you see people talking and like you see the uh, the text bubble underneath. Them. <laughs> it's 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 funny because it, it was based on a light novel, and I found about this from at uh, Anime NYC, uh, Anime NYC, and it's crazy because it was like this is this can't be a real thing. When I read it, it was so funny and bizarre. Because like she's a super rich prissy girl now, and what's she doing? She is studying how to be a farmer. So when she's ousted from the community, she'll be able to survive on her own. <laughs> and it just, I I want to get the light novel. I I want to get, and I think that it's going to be a great show. I think that's going to have a lot of re, um, crossover for a lot of other uh, fans, and I think it'll be fun. But we're going to have to wait and see. But one which isn't for crossover fans, but more for fans of everyone's favorite thing, sports. <laughs> the second or the second series of Major. Yeah. The first season was him in Pee Wee School, Pee Wee, and now he is in college, I think. Yeah. It's, hey, it's. I was thinking about how we. I hadn't seen much baseball anime on the radar for a while. Now we've got two this season. Talk about the other one in a bit. Yeah, this one, um, I like Major. I think the manga is fun. It's very Captain Tsubasa esque, 
So it's like you see this person become a baseball player to a, you know, a professional league starting as a young child, just that whole progression. And the second season is increasing that. It's very, it's kind of um, like a lot of different series do that. And I do enjoy that with some sports manga where you have them going from, okay, here's them learning in like elementary school or in junior school and then them growing into becoming the person that they want to be. It's not just the, Hey, I stumbled upon the gym and now I'm Superman. It's yeah. They have to invest in it. Yeah. But that's my thing. Now, next one, another one that Greta is very excited for. And so am I another light novel remake and one where the manga I despise <laughs> Ascension of a bookworm season two. We're going to see more of what's going on in this world. I'm, I'm excited because now we're going to find out about magic and hopefully she'll be able to finally make her book. Yeah. If you haven't seen the this, first oh, one. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's an easy kind but it's, this is one, another one where you're, you're seeing a fun premise and it's, I, I think it's a lot of why you're seeing some of these. It's one of these, not just like, Oh, I'm perfect because I, you know, I can survive in this world because, oh, I was good at video games or stuff like that. This is much more, hey, I, you know, I got to figure this out and go step by step and into longer process, which makes a much more engaging tale. It's also a ticking time clock because she's dying. She only has X amount of years to live. Mm-hmm. We don't know if she's going to survive or not. And all she wants to survive in this world is a book. And you see her slowly be forgetting who she was and being who she is. It's almost... I want to say it's Isekai, but it's also a reincarnation fic. So I'm kind of like, is yeah. Isekai, because Isekai I count more as you're the same character no matter what. If you're reincarnated, that's something else. It's like if, yeah. you, if you're the character who got turned back to a kid, that's one thing. But if you're someone else completely, does is that still Isekai? Hmm. Yeah. Because you're not going to, there's no getting back. Yeah, there's no, yeah. I can go back to my world, it's you're this forever. or Except one where it says that you're, this is, you're damned to play this, then when you die, you come back to, but anyway. So the next one is for all you Emma fans, and all Pride and Prejudice and other people. It's about art. The story of mm-hmm. a girl who becomes, fr- in Renaissance Italy, who becomes friends with a guy named Leo. Hmm. Yeah. That name's not I, familiar. It, it seems very social class focused. Um, this was the other one that I said reminded me of Honey and Clover because you every so often like you'd see re- in the trailer you'd see her reacting to art and she'd get these very wide-eyed or starry-eyed uh, reactions with the stars around her head and everything else around her is normal. And just for whatever reason, that reminded me a lot of Honey and Clover, especially when it's also you know a little less serious. Uh, in the world, but then when you actually see artworks, like the art itself actually looks really detailed and very, you know, attention to it. I mean, other than that, it didn't stand much out to me, but like, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they play off the, the animations, the anime style versus the realistic artworks that you're looking at. I think this could be done well, and I think it will be one of those that will stand the test of time in the long run. I don't know if it's going to be popular now, because also this was had, did the manga had an English release. It was Media Doe, 
which is kind of like an obscure publisher. But this is one where... Wow, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah, so it's kind of like, it's there, but you got to look for it. So I'm I'm excited for this. I'm also hesitant to get two because I want it to do well. So I'm going to push for it because it's something different, like really different. It's, it's um, how would I say this, historical fiction. And I just, yep. and I gotta say, Greta's a huge fan of it. And if more of it comes out, good things happen. <laughs> but also, <laughs> it's an intriguing story that's not just a. It's it's about loving your passion, and I do think that's going to be well done. Even though they really should just say that Leo is Leonardo da, Leonardo da Vinci instead of just oh he's just Leo. Come on, just say it. Yeah, I want you to say it already. Uh, <laughs> so it's it, this from just what you're telling me. It sounds like this will be a very much kind of one of those a hidden treasure one for a lot of people that's what i'm hoping for um but that so but for this day definitely the one which i'm definitely i'm thinking is going to be the uh, runaway hit's going to be villainous i think it's going to be a runaway hit but there's a lot of relaxing yeah. stuff on the fourth it's all of it's very just it's not too antagonistic because you have sing yesterday for me my roommate's a dino art essentially of a bookworm there's no really just like we're going to kill the bad guy yeah. Unlike on April 3rd, when one series, which I didn't even think they were ever going to redo, appeared. It's like, there's a wild old mecha series appeared. Yeah, and of course, this. Of course, I'm excited with... There's two mecha series on this one. Yeah, the first one is... Well, let's get the old one out of the way now. If you don't know, back in the day, in the, in the 90s and 2000s, there was four anime mech series that were not Robotech and Gundam. You had mm. Evangelion. You had Razafon. You, you had um. What, well, what are the other two that were? Oh, jeez, two thousands. Uh, Would you say Bubblegum Crisis? Oh, that's the eighties. That's uh, oh, that the other Bubblegum Crisis that we don't talk about. Um, yes, that one we don't talk about. <laughs> but I, but yeah, I mean, so I, I think let's just say it's yeah they're. We're getting, we're getting a new Sacro Wars. Yeah, we're getting we're getting uh, anime. beautiful women in kimonos with steampunk wooden robots. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's worth coming back to. It's it's a good, you know. I mean, aren't we finally getting one of the games released here too? Yes, we are. So I'm it's, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy with this. Yeah, it's the games are weird, but it's but anyway. So, for those who don't know, Soccer War, it is a essentially a military in feudal Japan where they have mechs, but it's weird because each platoon is different types, and you have different characters focusing on each platoon, and, like, the I think they're called Petals, I think, are the, like, yeah. lower region, and, it, what, but anyway, crazy, awesome designs, very intricate, so I'm happy. Yep, um, last thing I'll say is both cool mecha design and cool costume design. So there's kind of two angles you can go at it from. And I'm hoping people will cosplay as this when the year without a con ends. Yeah. Now, the so. next one, before we get to the, the cool other sci-fi one, uh, this one is definitely different. It's about a girl who gets drunk one day and ends up on a radio station. <laughs> Wave, did, did, this is... Go uh, ahead. Uh, Wave, listen to me. Yep. Uh, this, this is the two, one of the two that I'm most looking forward to. Like, this is probably, 
uh, a tie for first place for me for what I'm looking forward to. And same here. It, just, it looks so quirky and fun. It is. It's literally what happens is she gets drunk, rants on some to someone. He puts her entire conversation on the radio. She gets pissed off, shows up there, threatens the guy to sue him, and she ends up a radio DJ. And for podcasts, it's kind of like, we wish that kind of would happen to us. It's <laughs> yeah. just her talking about and, her. But it's also like it hurts her, her uh, waitressing job. It just, oh, but it looks like, you know, she, she gets deeper and deeper into the persona, persona. But this is like, there's not nothing really fantastic about it. So, like, no superpowers or something like, but it's just a crazy story. And I, I think that that's going to be a lot of fun. And this is a, a pure Jose, and I love that it's a pure Jose series, which is mm-hmm. for women over the age of 18. It's one of those where, you know, it's girl power and insane. Like, because well, technically a Gretzko is Jose. Yep. Yeah. So it's like that kind of like it's an, it's an adult per, adult female that you can root for who's just out of her fucking mind. Yep. Um, the other thing that stands out to me, like they, they make a point of saying – like right at the beginning that it's set in Sapporo, which ha- uh, I'm looking forward to because one, it's not another story set in Tokyo. Um, but I think that I have a feeling just because they're, they're pushing that angle, the setting is going to be very, um, play a factor. And having been to Sapporo recently and really liking it there, I'm really hoping that they play, they play that up a bit more. Now, here's the question, since he is a bartender. Will the main drink of choice be Sapporo? Oh, uh, Sapporo Vera. If it's not, that's a missed opportunity. Uh, <laughs> get some product licensing done. So now let's get to the other kind of weird mech series that I'm interested in. Listeners, imagine a world where music doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, this is this is MAPA so doing this, and... They've got a pretty good track record overall. So, and the one thing is because it's, you know, you've got uh, these people that are called, what are they called? Like, uh, oh, players? Yeah. Players, yes. yeah, players. Where they basically have like a giant an audio input check into them and they can connect to like Mecca and pilot them, as it looks like. Um, but there's going to be a lot of music and stuff like that. My my my, I got worried, and my first thought is, this better have a good soundtrack. I'm hoping it has an amazing soundtrack, and so far what I've seen from it, it looks like it's gonna have a. Well, let me see. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up the uh, the wiki. I'm cheating slightly, but let's put up. So this one, uh, besides Mappa, with all the crazy people who are involved, and, and some of these names for this are insane. They're all they're all Western. Well. The main character has, uh, she has the symbol for Mew. That's her. That's the, the her name. But this is a um, you have lithium doing the the music composition. He's gonna stream on Funimation and Anime Lab and Whack Anime. So uh, that means I gotta pay for a Funimation subscription again. Damn it. Yeah. But this looks. I'm trying to see if anything about the soundtrack, and it just. Uh, and no. Oh, there is a soundtrack coming out for it, so this may be really good. Yeah. And it, it's it's Dice Dice involved in it, so I mean he's done worked on a bunch of 
good things that have mixed anime and music, Cowboy Bebop, Eureka 7, and a couple others. So, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm fingers crossed, and it feels like it's going to be like a footloose situation where there's no music, it's illegal, and now they're going to bring music to life. Or, if you're old school, Rush 2121. <laughs> yeah. And i got to say, how Mew looks is really cool, like you said, with the whole jack in her back and all that. Yeah. There's a great little uh, gag that they show in the end, um, and I don't want to spoil it, but there was one little fun part that's like, okay, this is definitely going to have some fun in it, too. I know what you're talking about. Um, I agree. I think that's a, a yeah, nice <laughs> The one right towards the end, yep. right? Yep. That, like, okay, this is going to have some fun moments, too. Yeah, I think that's going to be that's gonna be the runaway. That's Well, not runaway hit, but I think that one's going to be a... Uh... A great. Um, that's that one's going to be one of the popular ones, definitely. Yeah, April third looks like is looking like a good third and fourth are looking like just a lot of good stuff. Yeah, and the last one is about so. writers, old school historical Japanese writers who are trying to purify tainted books and unlock secrets. We're talking about Bungo to Alchemist, Shinpando Hagoruma, and um, I'm intrigued by it because it's about old school writers, but. Uh, well, it's apparently based on a game, so it's a mis- it's, I think it's like a Phoenix Wright game. Not sure. If you've played yeah. this, let us know. Actually, let me see if I get it. It's a DDM. So, oh, it is a detective game. Never mind. No. <laughs> yeah, so it is a... Se- oh, okay, yeah. Never, never mind. This was. This is going to be a trash fire. <laughs> I had hopes. I had hopes. But the third is the day I'm most excited for so far. Third and fourth are going to be good days. And maybe the fifth for Glepnir. Maybe, but... Yeah. But anyway, so now we're coming to the last couple, last four animes. First for the second, you have Kagushigoto, My Dad's Secret Ambition, the story of a dad who doesn't want his elementary school daughter to find out that he writes erotic books. Yep. This this one gave me, uh, this trailer gave me a lot of um, Mamoru Hosoda vibe, even though it's not his, his own, just kind of... A little bit of the crazy that hits that stuff, and I just remember it looking at it and thinking, "This looks like it's going to be a lot of this family is weird, but dang it, it's my family and I I care about them." It is. I, I get a lot of sweetness and lightning, and um, not I want to say honey drop, but it's not that depressing. I think just that that dynamic between father and daughter is what they're focusing on. I like that. Yeah, it's it's gonna give you the feels, I think. Yeah, I I think this is gonna. I don't know if it'll be a breakout hit, but I think it's one that people will come back to and be like, ah, this was actually a really good one to check out. Like, I think it'll be. I think it's one people will circle back to. It's one of those ones that I think that if you're younger, you're gonna be bored by it, but then you're gonna go back when you're older and be like, I appreciate this now. Yep. Uh, and now the other one for April 2nd, The Eighth Son, Are You Kidding Me? An Isekai where the main character dies on a bench. And then he ends up waking up in a place where he is the eighth son in a family where he has no no money, no nothing. He's going to earn nothing. However, he has magic. No one remembers magic, so he's going to use that to save the day. Um, yeah, this this did not look very appealing to me. Like When I first saw that, like... I saw the the title where it's the eight son question mark. Are you kidding me? 
I, I was totally expecting this to be like a comedy or, or something like silly. And no, it's, it's serious. And it's, I don't know. Ugh. Sadly, it's one of those Isekais that takes itself too seriously, and they, it's just—it's a straight-up Isekai. I'm super-powered. I'm the best. Look at me. Yeah, it, me, it's looking—it's—it's looking like it, it's trying too hard to look tough. Like just from the, again going by the trailer, um, like in the like uh, I go so all over the place with this because when I see, it's like oh the sorry man woke up and it's like like. All I could think of was, at first, was the uh, the two volume manga, um, distant neighborhood. Like maybe it's going to be because I used to be a salaryman or I'm a, an adult in a kid's body. I have a much more very different perspective on the world. And now, I just and the other thing is just like the animation does not look good. Like there's this big right at the start of the trailer, like this big. CGI bone dragon thing, and it just it does not look like something CGI made in 2020. It looks like CGI made in like early 2000s. Like it just doesn't look that good. It doesn't. It looks like it should have been made like five years ago, and it's one of those ones that I mean, Media Factory is releasing the light novel, so it's got that going for it. So people who are fans of light novel will enjoy it, but. I don't. I, no. I mean, the opening theme I listened to. It's actually a good opening theme, but yeah, I don't think this is gonna be. This one's gonna let me down. I think I'll give it a first episode of watch, but I'm not gonna do it. And now, speaking of first episode watches, the next one I am not a fan of because it's not a manga. It's a manga, and more importantly, it's a web manga that is 400 chapters, and each chapter is 156 pages. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and it's uh, Tower of God. This is coming out on April Fool's Day, April 1st. And uh, this is a joke because this is, like I said, it's a manga. And this one I'm not happy with. Well, let's be honest. I'm not a fan of Tower of God because it seemed really intriguing at first, and then it got really weird. Um, just to explain it. So Tower of God is a story of a guy who lives underneath the huge tower. Why does he live under this huge tower? We don't know. But he's in a cave, and he has a friend named Rachel. Eventually, Rachel disappears, and he goes after Rachel by climbing the tower. Because this is like a Tower of Babel situation. And the deal is he's going to try to chase after her, eventually find her, and they're both going to make to the top of the tower. Try to, and he's going to make friends. And I've just completely kind of, not spoiled it, but it's like, it's very weird. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is they, they say, oh, it's like, oh, to get, you get to the top of the tower, you, get, you become a god and stuff. And it just seems like it's telegraphing a little too much of there's going to be a catch there's going to be something you have to sacrifice along the way to reach this goal and you know are you willing to pay that price and everything and uh, yeah the the big spoiler is that he does run into the girl again spoilers i'll tell you this now in the manga because i tried giving it a while i was supposed to reviews it never did um but it gets to the point where he meets up with her and it's like, oh, we're back. We'll work together. We'll be fine. And she is like, oh, it turns out she wasn't really friends with you because she was friends with you. She was friends with you for her own agenda and her real personality. She's a bitch. And she's using you just to screw you over. Mm. It's it's not, it's like, you know, when they have one where it's like, mm. okay, it's heartfelt or there's a reason. It's like, no. This one, I'm, it's going to be popular, but I don't think 
it should be. Popular. Yeah, because so many people have read it. Yeah, it just it's I don't know. It's it's just one where I just don't think it should. But anyway, never mind. So this one's bottom of my <laughs> list. Uh, now, last one or first one on how you're looking is another baseball manga or anime, Tamayomi. Yeah, I mean, I said one was you know pick your your watch it and pick your best boy. This is going to be watch it and pick your best girl. Yes, it is, and it's it's got an interesting hook because the whole thing is this girl she used to play baseball when she was a kid because she had the magic pitch, and no one could except for one girl could catch the magic pitch, and then that girl disappeared, and then she says I'm never going to play again, and she finds another catcher who could catch the magic pitch. So, yeah, yeah, there we go. I mean. Again, it looks very, you know, lighthearted and, you know, just kind of healing, but it's just going to be a fun baseball one. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, I think. Like, I I think it it seems to me it's going to be, compared to, um, I'm blanking on what the other name of the other baseball one. Major, uh, major. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like compared to Major, it's going to be much more like baseball is the setting, not the focus. Like, I feel like this is just going to be much more about their relationships and their journey together and stuff like that. And le- less about the sport, more more slice of life than sports anime. And I've got to agree with that. I think that that is where it is. It is one of those ones where it's slice of life and it's more about the journey and not the mission. And I think my one concern is that, um, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to get a big viewing because the last couple of sports animes I heard were like, you've heard no mention of. So I think this is like kind of like uh, another shot in the dark where it's like they're using their focus and it's not going to do anything. Um, yeah. The, one, th- the last two, there was the one with the quadriplegic, uh, no, it was, um, how's it called? That pet. Uh, but it was the whole the whole premise is that there's a world like this guy's trying to create the ultimate um, paraplegic quadriplegic uh, basketball team because he's into quadriplegic sports. And it's like it's it's and I love the fact that it was focusing on all the characters had some sort of disability. That's very cool. But it was kind of like a little much. Yeah. I think it was no, it wasn't much. I shouldn't say that because. Tough also did that too, but it seems like this is from a, a bygone era that's no longer relevant. Yeah. It's one of those, it's, you know, it, right now we're on the Isekai wave. We've had, you know, we've had sports wave and I think it's just let it take a break for a little while and then you'll see another, uh, some good ones come back, but we're, we're between periods for it right now. That is Absolutely correct. We are in between periods for really excellent sports manga, but I could be an anime. I could be wrong. These could be great. But so now that we've talked about it, our expectations. Um, so what are your top five? Oh, we'll say top okay. six. There's so many. Uh, oh man, I don't know if I can. In no particular order. Um, it's no order, but which are the six that you're most looking forward to? Um, let's see, I, I'd say probably top for me at the very, is, uh, definitely a wave listen to me. That really has me excited. Um, Kakushigoto, I, I wouldn't put it on there. Um, Sing Yesterday for me. 
so let's see, I'm up to three. Um, what else? Oh, um, Apare Rahman. Um, and so I got to figure out two more. Hmm. BNA. Mm-hmm. And one more. I, if I have to pick one more. Um, I'll, I'll go with uh, My Next Life as a Villain. It's just because I think that's a good, good flipping of the script. Yeah. For me, I'm not going to go with any sequels because we all know I'm going to watch both all two of the three sequels, uh, two of the sequels we, or three of the bunch of sequels we talked about. So I'm not even going to bring up sequels. So these are all ones that aren't sequels. You've got um, Hagushigoto, I'm definitely interested in because that one just seems so wholesome and just a chill out one. You've got listeners. I'm excited for listeners with Mew and with uh, you know a world without rock. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna put that one. I'm gonna put that one as honorary mention for it. Um, Wave, listen to me. You have uh, sing yesterday for me. Uh, I'm gonna put Glepnir down, and then last and not least, it's actually kind of a tie between BNA and uh, Aparanman. And don't yeah. worry, I know I skipped over air. I talked or art. I talked about art, and also um, I skipped over Diary of Our Days. But those are like I'm, it, those ones I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I just like they're not like my. I'm I'm gonna watch every single week. Like those ones, I'll probably wait to binge. Yeah, there and I th- overall like just a seems like a promising season. I mean, things could fizzle out and stuff like. And like, yeah, we're like, oh, there's too many isekai, there's this, and, you know, we kind of glossed over things, but there's some decent-looking stuff, and there does seem to be a decent variety. There is, and I like that there's no, 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 brain stop for a second. There is not a singular focus this season, and I like that. It's not the, this is the isekai wave. Like we said, there's three isekai, or four isekais, but they're, that's it, there's only four, and there's 35, I believe. 35 uh, titles here. Hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. About, about 30 titles. And only four Isekai. So that's pretty good. It's got a nice balance yeah. with the most part. Um, I do wish there was a little more. In, there isn't a lot of shonen action. But that's, you know, shonen action is generally summer. Yeah. You know, that's when you see all of your One Piece clones and Oh, the one we didn't even talk about. Bleach. We didn't even bring up Bleach. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yes. Uh, one thing is Bleach is back. We talked about this in the manga review, but yes, the Thousand Year War, they're doing it. I'm kind of excited and kind of also like, really? They waited this long to do Thousand Year War? Yeah. Bleach is another one I need to watch for the next time. A company like Right Stuff does a sale on Viz and start buying the three and ones because I I liked it. I didn't love it, so it's one of those get it on sale and we go through it all that way. I love done that with a couple. Yeah, I've done that with a couple longer like Battle Shonen ones, and it, I feel like there's that where I got my money's worth. Like I'm I'm pay, paying sale price on the three and ones, which are already less. To buying the you know single volumes, and that worked out pretty well. So I think that's going to be the next big one that I do. But uh, aside from a few things, I'm not 
letting myself start another big series until I make a few more holes in my uh, reading backlog, which nowadays it seems like I've got more time to read. So We've all got more time to read and watch <laughs> stuff. Um, I think that Bleach is... like I enjoy Bleach, but that Thousand Year War is similar to the Revenge arc from Moroni Kenshin. Um, it's really awesome. It's a really cool endpoint. It was so much better than the Christian arc that the anime did because that was a mm-hmm. that was a dumpster fire. But I think that it's in its own place, and they should just do their own thing with it, just own it, or do like Kenshin did and release it as a live action movie because the Bleach movie was really good. Mm-hmm. I was shocked at how good the live action was. So why don't they do it live action? Go crazy. Go for it. I mean, how many others? Yeah. Um, I just, um, but anyway, let us know what you think. Email us. Um, let us know what you're excited for, what you're not, what you're going to watch, and if we're horrible people for not liking the one that you liked. Yeah, you, you could... uh, I'll try and toss some, as I watch some of this stuff, I'll try and share some of my thoughts um, on on my kind of watching Twitter feed. Yep. Which I wouldn't... Uh, and that's um, at um, Nagoki. The, no, the, at Nagoki Watches. At yeah, Nagoki Watches? Yep, all one word. That, that's where I post my anime and other screening reaction stuff when I'm going through things. And I th- and I think about actually posting. Yep, and you can check out all of our stuff. We're going to be talking about some of the series throughout the next couple of weeks because we're all stuck at home. So I may be doing a first episode uh, of all of them, just do a first episode in run of comparing them to see if they're worth it or not. We'll wait and see. Um, and I know we didn't talk about the elephant in the room, ReZero. Now, first off, we're going to be doing a ReZero review because Greta and I finally watched all of the first season of ReZero and um, got some things to say. But the second season, it got pushed back. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess that's it. Hope you guys have a good one. Check us out, www.sparkery.com. Check out Doug's work at animecons.tv. And um, where else can they find you creeping around? Uh, that's that's about it. Um, yep. Uh, Nagoki watches on Twitter and the Edmicons TV podcast. Um, we're not doing a whole lot because we already said this year we're going to kind of release on our own schedule and we actually have good content. And, well, with fewer cons, there's not as much to report on. But definitely keep, a, keep an eye out. Definitely. And also... do. Do you have Animal Crossing? <laughs> I do not. I have been playing other Switch things, though. Neither do I. I did not get Animal Crossing this year. Otherwise, we would all give you our friend codes and then create some sort of <laughs> weird, like, live out our lives vicariously through Animal Crossings. <laughs> we can't go out, but our friend, our Animal Crossing the avatars can. No, I love the one that's doing, he's recreating all the horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> like he recreated Psycho, he recreated um, uh, Midsummer, he recreated uh, Us. He's just doing these horrible things to all of his Animal Crossing friends. You're like, wow, that's awesome and scary. But yeah, um, so that's it, guys. We'll talk to you later. Catch you guys next time. I've been Zen. We're gone. See ya.
idea for selling an awesome TV show, really cool TV show, a horror movie, The Year Without a Con. It's almost like one of those Rankin-Bass uh, <laughs> animated films, you uh, know? Yeah, well, Pat, he pointed out that, like, there's one holdout that's, like, I forgot, like, some tiny con somewhere, but he's like, with that exception right now, we're about to hit a period of five weeks with no conventions. You know that some anime fans are going to go crazy be like, no! Yeah. Well, I, I think you're going to see, like, if, you know, whenever things get back to normal, things are going to spike up so much. Like, whatever cons do happen, more people are going to try and go to. I'm just afraid of what's going to happen with, uh, you know, the, the, the fun con stuff that's going to disappear forever. You know, like... There's no one who's going to be dancing the Isaac opening dance. No one's going to do that. It's going yeah. to be one of these crazy situations. And so with that in mind, let's actually get started, shall we? Sure. Because, um, yeah. Uh, so.